Thank you for joining us on another episode of GRC and Me. This time it may feel a little different as we are not recording live in our podcast studio in River North in downtown Chicago, but we are recording from our homes today. We have two special guests joining us. We have Matt Kunkel, the CEO and co-founder of Logicate, and Gina Horsatsos, the Chief Marketing Officer at Logicate. Welcome to the show, Gina and Matt. Thanks, Megan. Excited to be here. Yeah, great to be here. So let's start with you, Matt. When word started getting out about companies requiring their companies to work from home, what were those conversations like among the executive team at Logicate? Yeah, great question. You know, I think first it was just it, everything was happening so fast, right? The the guidance that we were getting from state and federal authorities and then, you know, guidance and conversations we were having with other folks in the tech community was changing daily, if not hourly. So we were meeting on a really regular cadence around that. Then the conversations really first and foremost uh, revolved around our employees and how do we protect our employees in in this time, while at the same time delivering a very high quality product and making sure that the standards that our customers were used to is top of mind there. So those were really the two big things is our employees and protecting them and their families. And then how do we maintain the amazing business that we have and, and supporting our amazing customers? Logicate has a set of core values as a company, among them being B is one and the team, the team, the team. My observation is the executive team did a great job of leaning into those core values to guide our thinking on the how, the when, the what of communication around what we were going to do uh, to respond to the crisis in front of us. Uh, We knew we had to get everybody home as quickly as possible to keep them physically safe. Uh, But we also had to balance that with giving people time to get their home setups in order, figure out from a corporate perspective how to get the infrastructure in place uh, to prepare for an extended stay-at-home policy. Um, We knew we had to both communicate practically about business operations, but also as humans. Everybody's dealing with varying levels of shock and grief and anxiety about the situation. And we wanted to make sure that our uh, team members knew that they could come and talk to us or their manager or their colleagues about how they were doing. So all of that kind of went into our thinking around the communication streams. And um, you know, now we're three weeks in and we're still, we're still leaning into those values and using those things to guide our thinking. Yeah, and, and how did you both decide what did the business continuity plan look like or what would it be at Logicate? Yeah, great question. We obviously we have a BCP plan in place at Logicate that we've tested before, but ours, like I think most, don't include things around a global pandemic. And what does that mean from a company perspective, and and how you uh, how you deal with that, right? So we we quickly you know put some of those policies and procedures in place, and then we wanted to enact that and do a dry run, right? There we were, I think very much on the leading edge of this, right? In very early March, we were putting in places dry runs before any guidance was ever out around sheltering in place and staying home. We did things like canceling all of the events, things like bringing home travelers that were traveling for customers. So again, really thinking about the priority, what are the priority levels for us, which us was our employees and the health of them and our families and the health of them. So it was enacting the current BCP plan that we had in place but augmenting that to really the situation that we were facing. Mm-hmm. 
And Gina, from your lens as a chief marketing officer, how did these discussions internally with Matt and the leadership team about our own response plan, our own business continuity planning, get you thinking about the logic gate customers? You know, one thing I love about this company is that how quickly the thinking went to how can we help our customers? We do offer a software that helps customers manage their risk. And given the fact that we had a business continuity plan in place, uh, the discussion very quickly sparked into our customers' operations are going to be significantly impacted by this. Can they make use of some of the things that we've learned and the way in which LogicGate helps to operationalize plans like a business continuity plan? And we wanted to find a way to help. And we, we quickly centered on that as a core component of that message to our customers. That's fantastic. And we've seen a lot of brands starting to do that, right? Thinking about what can they give, not get at this time. So I think that's really important that that was your position and the lens in which you looked externally during this crisis. So Matt, um, I'm assuming yes, but have you spoken to other CEOs in your network and in the market about how they're handling this within their organizations? And the second part to that would be, you know, in those conversations, are companies dealing with similar issues? Are you seeing challenges vary depending on customer and, and the organization that they're leading? What are you hearing from your colleagues at that CEO level? Yeah, certainly talking to a lot of CEOs, uh, not just in the tech community, but but CEOs more broadly. And I think while we all have very different businesses and different business models, and we're in different industries, and obviously some industries are are more hard hit than others in this, I think largely there's a lot of the similar themes and topics, right, which revolve around first and foremost, how do we protect our employees and their families in this time? Second is how do we double and triple down on our current customers and how can we give back to them and help them in some way? And Gina highlighted that uh, very nicely on kind of what we are doing here. And then third is really scenario planning and really having, you know, having a strong FP&A team in an organization can help understand what the downside risk looks like. No one has a crystal ball on what this is going to do to the economy and what this is going to do to our own individual businesses, but we got a plan for worst case scenarios and what does that look like? And then once we have that and we understand that, we have to communicate that to our employees and over-communicate it, frankly, and be very empathetic with them. Be also very realistic with them about what this looks like and what this means for our business. Uh, But it really, really helps to remove uncertainty and doubt the more that you provide that information to them. So we talk as CEOs a lot about all of us feel like we are over, over, over communicating and things that are similar topics. But frankly, I think that we're all under communicating and and it's, you know, you got to just pound it and hit it again and hit it again and hit it again with employees here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I'm hearing a lot from both of you is that communication and transparency is key to maintain morale and the positivity of the culture that you have there. So I've seen it from both of you as well. So Gina, I have a similar question for you. You were recently featured in an article about how chief marketing officers are leading through the COVID-19 crisis. So what are you hearing from your peers um, about how they're navigating from the lens or from the viewpoint from marketing leadership? 
Sure. A lot of us have been in contact. Uh, you know, one of the silver linings of this whole thing is how forthright uh, people are in just posting their best practices and some of the lessons that they're learning, getting together and networking just to compare notes and best practices. Um, not surprisingly, a pivot to digital is a core component of everybody's marketing strategy. There is no possibility for physical events in the foreseeable future. And so how do you not only you know, lever the, the digital channels that are available, but how do you actually do that in a way that provides a rich customer experience and kind of removes friction from a customer's uh, buying process or research process if customers aren't in position to buy? Um, emphasis certainly on helping, not selling. Um, so the example that we gave earlier around offering our business continuity template to our customers is a great example of that. Um, I was talking to a CMO who leads a, the marketing organization for a major travel business travel tech company. And obviously their business was completely decimated um, by this crisis because nobody's traveling for business. So they quickly pivoted and created a communities forum, which allowed customers to compare notes on you know, what they're hearing and, and when some restrictions are going to be lifted and what's happening globally. Um, so certainly ensuring that our messages uh, are reflective of the market behavior, the market constraints, and what they're really thinking about right now um, is a huge emphasis among our CEOs in the network. Thanks for sharing that. I know it's interesting to hear what people are, what are do, what they're doing, how they're making adjustments, and how they're just innovating to the new normal that we're all experiencing. And it will be so a normal for a while, so it's not happening. You know, it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. And I know even um, in speaking with Gina, it's actually been able to elevate projects that were always something that, um, you know, marketers wanted to do. And now there's a more of a need or demand for it. So whether it's a digital strategy or a field event in a new way, like a webinar strategy, um, these are projects that are now actually taking um, center stage as, uh, as the business needs it. So yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. All right, Matt. So from your perspective as the CEO at Logigate, how did you approach this broader impact of COVID-19? So where did you begin? Um, and how do you continue to yield resolutions and provide direction and vision to your team during this current state of uncertainty and, and where people are, you know, watching the news every day, they're concerned about their livelihood, their jobs, the impact for their customers, their families. So, you know, how did you approach this very daunting endeavor, which is leading an organization through this this crisis. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not something that happens overnight, right? It's kind of a phased approach, and you, you take those things as they come. The first one was, you know, just what do we need to do to put in place to maintain business operations and maintain the very high level of quality and service that we give to our customers. So how do how do we figure out really? How do we work from home in a very effective, efficient manner in there? Then once we did that, then it goes back to, again, what I was talking about before is planning, right? We, we had a plan, a very good strategic plan uh, at the start of the year that we were goaling against and working towards. And that literally at the beginning of March got torn up and thrown out the door, right? So it's how do we then replan based on the, the data and the knowledge that we have? And that is hard because that's constantly, constantly moving and changing, but it's getting a good grasp of what we believe kind of the worst case downside scenario looks like in there. And then, as I mentioned before, it's communicating that, right? You got to be very open and honest and transparent with the team, communicating what our plan is going to be. 
doubling down on those core values within the organization and, and really hitting those hard because that's how you know folks make their day-to-day decisions and folks go about their day-to-day work lives. And even now more than ever, it's harder, right? With people at home, with more distractions around, you, people really got to double down on those. And then to me, it's, it's removing fear. That was one of the biggest things. You kind of hit on that. There's so much fear. There's so much uncertainty out there. There's so much doubt out there. So how do my job is to help and the job of the executives, how do we remove some of that fear from the lots, right? And I think you do that by providing certainty, giving them back control and information and sharing that information, right? And, and that's hard because there is a lot of uncertainty. You know, no one has a crystal ball in this, but I think a lot of it has to do with just being optimistic. And optimistic is not blindly denying the reality that we're in. And it's not also being very superficial with, you know, saying positive messaging that isn't true, right? We understand the reality here. We understand that it's taking a toll on all businesses. We understand that it's taking a toll on everyone's personal lives. But I think we are very optimistic here about the future of Logicate and what that looks like and what we can do and provide for our customers in here. It's really doubling down on that uh, message and the optimism in that, and then it's communication. Like I said before, you, you constantly, constantly, constantly have to communicate changes with the organization as soon as we know about them. Now, for both of you, you're really having to look <laughs> inward to rest on your values and focus on the company values and keep that uh, the constant and everything that you're doing. But how is this crisis and leading through this crisis really challenging you both as leaders? Things change all the time. Every day we're getting new data. Every day there's new conjecture on how long this is going to last, what the long-term economic impact is going to be. And so, you know, digging deep into that, those resources to be highly adaptable and, and be more comfortable with ambiguity um, has been something that I've been very intentional about. You know, and the other thing too is that you never know how people are feeling. Everyone's at home. Um, you don't know what's going on in people's lives because you can't just pivot to them in your chair and see them and see how you're doing. So, so making sure that there are both informal and formal channels for those check-ins and those like, hey, listen, you know, I get that your childcare is blown up and you've got a two-year-old who won't take a nap. So let's be flexible and not have the meeting now. Um, so I think those are the two things that, that I'm really tapping into. Yeah, I would echo a lot of what Gina said. I think for me, it's I and a lot of CEOs in my network, we we all very quickly pivoted from this concept of a peacetime CEO and what that means and really more on strategic vision. What does three years out look like? What does five years out look like? Right? Where do we want to take the company over time? What are the values that we want to instill in this organization to a wartime CEO? which is much more of a very paranoid, very pragmatic, very brass tacks, double checking, triple checking, asking people that you trust implicitly to justify things over and over again for you in there. Because really our job as CEOs right now is to survive. You know, we have to, we, we have no idea of how long this is going to take. My job is to make sure that this organization comes out on the other end and hopefully you know, potentially a better spot than it went in when it came through. And I think there's a lot of reasons to think that we can do that in here. And then lastly, it's really, and Gina kind of hit on this too, it's the human element. There is a lot that I think I have pivoted and changed my style when dealing with folks as it relates to, to COVID, right? And being much more empathetic, much more understanding 
um, about different people's individual scenarios that they have to do. And really then too, and it's grounded in the values that we have, right? That's be as one. We're a team here. We got to have each other's backs. Uh, we got to look out for each other during this time. Not everyone has someone that they live with, right? And that can they can talk to on a daily basis. So making sure that we check in with those people here. So we really understand that it's not just about the business too. It's about us as a family, as a logic gate community, and making sure that we all get this, uh, get through this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. That humanity aspect of this, right? And and Gina, for you as a marketer, how are you presenting Logigate with that lens of humanity and a positive light as a solution, but also being sensitive to what the client base or your audience is navigating through right now? The first thing we did was like, stop all campaigns. The stuff that was running on autopilot, no way. That would sound completely tone deaf. Uh, and once we retooled a little bit, you know, the first thing is authenticity. To Matt's earlier point, bringing that human element in, people can smell an authenticity from a mile away, even if it's through a digital channel. And so our renewed focus on helping not selling and telling the story of our solution that makes the customers and their stories the center of our story is really key to if someone in the market needs help with managing their risk and operationalizing their risk management whether related to a significant business disruption like the COVID-19 crisis or related to other reasons, then telling our story of our solution to help them figure out if, you know, if and why and how to engage with us, that's really how we're making sure um, that we are remaining sensitive and also supplying, you know, potential uh, people who we could help with the information they need. This is what we always should be doing in marketing. It's just putting that, you know, kind of extra layer on it just with the business continuity planning and specific uh, to, to be very prescriptive about a, a, a you know, a, a tool that they can use immediately is probably the, the biggest pivot that we made. Well, I love what you just said, which is you look at it as the customer is the center of your story. So Matt, can you talk a little bit about how Logigate has decided to offer a free business continuity application to your current customers? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, the, there's two parts of it, right? What The decision to do that and then what it actually is that we are providing to, to our customers. The decision was actually a very easy one, right? It was how do we empower and how do we give back and how do we help? in the way that we can, in what Logigate does as a business, the current customers that we have. So it was, a, it was a really, frankly, a no-brainer for us as an organization to do this. Then it became, well, how do we do that, right? And we thought the best way is, you know, obviously, as COVID quickly became a reality for us and our customers and organizations, we said, well, let's build, uh, because of the, what our application allows us to do, Let's build just a easy to stand up business continuity procedure tracking application, which can help streamline crisis management and those activities that go along with that, right? So the application allows you to easily capture SBDs, significant business disruptions, obviously, such as COVID in there, and then assign and attract task to those that need to be performed because of the disruption, and really importantly, act as that centralized repository for where those procedures within an organization lie and can be referenced, not just for COVID, but for future disruptions in there. And then on top of that, we said, well, how do we expedite this, right? It's great if we have this, but you know, we can't 
This can't be a four, five, six month implementation, right? So then we said, okay, well, well, to do that, we need the procedures in here and we, let's, let's help our customers, let's empower them by just sharing our best practices and what we did and some of the procedures that, that we've seen in the market. So we preloaded all of those procedures uh, within that application. And frankly, many of our customers have taken us up on this. So I, it was one of you know, the more proud moments that I have had at LogicGate over the last five years is empowering these customers bringing something to market in a rapid, rapid manner that took everyone across the company's effort and lift to do this, literally every single business organization. And then the actual value that it provided, seeing the actual tangible outcomes and that our customers were taking us up on this and actually using this to help their organizations. And I understand you both have been able to find a silver lining throughout this pandemic. I know, Gina, you mentioned it a little earlier in today's episode. So would you both be able to share, what is your silver lining? So Gina, I've heard you talk about finding the goodness in people during a time of crisis. Can you share a little bit about that? And then Matt, we'd love to hear what your silver lining is in all this. Sure. I'm reminded of that Mr. Rogers interview in which he talked about, you know, when he was a kid and upset at something he saw in the news, his mom would say, always look for the helpers. Wherever there's tragedy or war, you'll always find people who are helping. And that's really what we're seeing here. Everything from, you know, groups of, of uh, CMOs getting together to compare notes and best practices to websites that have been spun up to help people affected uh, who've lost their jobs as a result of the crisis, to help match people with companies that are still hiring. And even on the local level, you know, all of the, the um, restaurant support GoFundMes that we've seen to help. Uh, staff at your favorite restaurant or other non-essential business that's been closed down to like weather the storm. It's been really heartwarming to see all of those things and, and to be a part of a lot of them. And then personally, you know, I have friends and family all over the country and the Zoom happy hour thing is awesome. Just, I don't know why we haven't been doing it all along. Um, I've been really enjoying like reconnecting with those far-flung family members and even some folks that are, you know, only, only a couple miles away, but you just can't see them in person. So that's definitely been a silver lining. Plus the fact that I haven't really had to wear makeup for the past month. That also is a bonus. That was great. Matt, what about you? I've got a couple. That was great, Gina. You look great, by the way. Um, I, I think professionally, there's a couple of silver linings. One is just, I think this has brought us together as a community, you know, as a it, specifically in ours as a tech community. I can't tell you the amount of outreach and connection and helping and sharing that uh, others specifically for me, CEOs in this tech community have given to one another, right? And we're all kind of, we have this mentality is we're all in this together. Let's figure out ways that we can get through this together. Two is just our organization. You know, it's, it's really uh, inspiring, frankly, the way that I think the vast, vast, vast majority of our employees are going about their day-to-day -day activities and really truly living and breathing the core values that we have here and empowering our customers and working together as one and you know embracing their curiosity. This is an amazing time to be learning and educating themselves. And we're doing a ton within the organization to do that and, and really owning it and raising the bar within our organization. So I'm I'm very, very happy and inspired with that. And then on a personal note, you know, we uh, I, my my wife and I were thinking about getting a puppy, but she travels for a living, so it was a difficult thing to do. But given that we're all sheltering in place uh, very early on in this, even before the order was given, we went out and got a puppy. 
we have a new puppy and I was actually doing some research and the animal adoption rates is like sky high. You can't even go to pause right now and adopt a puppy because or or cat because they're all all gone. So little silver lining there um, in everything that we've got going on. Well, thank you both. Those are really great examples of how to see the silver lining in all of this. And thank you both for sharing your personal perspective on the COVID-19 crisis, how you're navigating through these uncharted waters at Logigate and, and focusing on your customers, as well as sharing the tactics that you're hearing from peers in the market. So to hear more from Matt and Gina, please follow us on LinkedIn or visit our site at Logigate.com. Thank you again, Matt and Gina, for joining me. Thanks, Megan. Thank you. And until next time, this is Megan Fee with GRC and Me.